Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This, This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. Producer Mike joins us in the studio uh, because today's Super Bowl Monday. And Michael, you are our resident uh, NFL correspondent. correspondent. Yeah. Yeah. That is news to yeah. me. <laughs> Really wish I'd been teed up for this before. Yeah. Yeah. Panic in his eyes then, everybody. I can't explain yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's okay. going to be more out of his depth in his life. No, no, is no. Is this no. a thank God you're here sketch? No, no, it's not. Can we, can we say that you might be a resident halftime entertainment correspondent, though? I'll take that. Yeah, 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 Rihanna yeah, yeah. is performing the halftime show. She's not performed live for five years. Uh, and, look, this is hotly anticipated. Kansas City taking on the Philadelphia Eagles and more people... People seem to be talking on social media about Rihanna performing. Well, as you said, it's so exciting. She's not done this for five years and she is Rihanna. So yep. I think she's just essentially like, oh, what's that? I'm a billionaire. Cool. Don't really need to stress myself with live performances anymore. Uh, this is about the most stressful live performance an artist can do. This yeah. is a real feather in the cap type situation. Well, they've made um, documentaries about yep. it. That's how stressful yeah. it can be. Um, even Lady Gaga was like, this was basically the pinnacle of my music career, yeah. is doing the Super Bowl halftime wow. show. So it's, it's a big deal. And artists take it very, very seriously. But it's not necessarily been taken seriously as a component to the sporting event in its fullest, yeah. in my opinion, until today. Because Sportsbet have an actual betting market on what song Rihanna's going to do first. Yeah. Uh, not just that, uh, what what colour her outfit's going to be, Fantastic. what prop she'll have, the these last are, song. The last song. These yeah, are all yeah. new ones to me. Yeah. Is, I didn't know that. I only knew about the first song. So this no, is fantastic. There's so literally stuff you can bet. You can bet on her opening an umbrella, that her lyrics, <laughs> she will confirm that her lyrics were censored by the NFL, yep. that she'll wear a soccer jersey, that she'll wear a bucket hat, that she'll propose marriage to ASAP Rocky, <laughs> her baby daddy at the moment. <laughs> that one in. Yeah, that one seems like it's going to be very, very <laughs> rushed on. Because usually don't you get like 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to make. Yeah, yeah, Hard to fit in some of the biggest bangers in the world and also propose to the love of your life in 20 minutes. All right. So we're going with number one. Let's just tell you what, uh, what her options are. At the moment, number one for first song performed... What's my name? I don't think that. I don't think so. I don't think that for What's My Name. I, I don't, don't know think what that at all. I don't even think that would be a good choice. No, it'd be a weird way to start it. What do you think it's going to be then? So, let me go back to my bets, because I placed these quite some time ago. <laughs> um, when it was paying $10, my bet for her first song. Wow, really? Yeah. I went, you know, we're going to go to the song that maybe brought her to the dance. You know, it was like her first massive song. I was like, maybe this is the one that is... It was paying $10. And I put ten dollars on it, so I win a hundred bucks. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Paying thirty-four dollars to win, so three hundred and forty dollars. You know what? That's fine. I also put ten dollars on when it was paying thirteen dollars. I also because I sort of figured like, oh sorry, didn't realize Rihanna's still playing. There we go. Um, Let me play some different Rihanna. I put ten dollars on this one. I could kind of see this being the way it started with the, you know, the riff, the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. It did be a good intro. What are you doing the face? It's also it's worth also a lot 40, more. It's $41. $41. Yeah. You really should have waited until the last minute. Well, the I, other thing about this is people have heard sound checks by this point. So. You, yeah, that's what I'm That's what I'm thinking. That that info might have leaked already. Yeah. Well, which is a shame if it's what's my name. I think they keep off. a pretty tight wrap on it. I mean, I guess it's, it's like you could defraud for millions of dollars if people wouldn't be aware of this. But um, what do you think? it's going to be, Michael? 
I would like it to be just for the um, the sense of the theme of the song. This is what you came for. Oh right. yeah, I like this is that. what you came for yep. because mm-hmm. it is what many people would be watching. <laughs> yeah, that's one hundred percent correct. It's as very well. apropos. Yeah. That's the best odds we've had so far with twenty one dollars. Twenty one dollars. That's not too go. bad. Yeah, I think it's going to be diamonds, which is playing fifteen. Well, diamonds. I think yes. that's the favourite to finish the set. See, to finish, I think it's going to be run this town to finish it. Run uh, this town. Yeah, because it's like run. Like run, run this pass or something. I don't know. Run this play tonight. Yeah, we are going to run this play tonight. So we're talking about the NFL censoring the songs. This has to get a run though. Like this is one of her Mm. best songs. But they don't need to really edit. Do they need to censor it? I guess we play it on the radio. That's a good point. Yeah, we don't really. Yeah, there's a song that has the title that I can't even say the name of it on air. I feel like that. And that's what, also paying be two, better have my yeah, money. Yeah, better have my money. But then there's a word before that that <laughs> yeah. I really am not allowed to say on air, and that's paying two dollars seventy five. They think she's going to open with that. They're that's just like, like second yeah. favorite to open. If she opened with it, that would mean the first word that she said would be have to be censored. <laughs> it would also be an example of why she's doing this. Yes. Because yeah. the NFL are going to yeah. be paying her quite a bit of money. <laughs> Josh. There is a very well-kept secret in the fast food world of the eleven secret herbs and spices that KFC offer on their chicken. Now, I feel like the marketing and brand of KFC is probably what's helped them, but everyone attributes these 11 secret herbs and spices to their success. Yes. I feel like it was actually just good marketing and, like, getting out in good locations and it taking off in America and whatever, but who knows? Maybe this is all done because the a nephew of the Colonel Sanders himself has leaked the 11 secret herbs and spices. Yep. I, I would say this uh, This could be a very treacherous situation or it could be a case of it just doesn't matter anymore. They're yeah. too big to fail. Because I would say, and this is a very big claim, uh, the chicken, the Cajun chicken tenders at Cafe Enjoy in Gold Creek, yeah. I prefer what's on the outside of those, them, yeah. to KFC chicken. That's it. It's so just I think seasoning. it can be improved upon. Yeah. But I think KFC's too big to fail. I don't think the 11 secret herbs and spices being leaked are a big deal. Exactly right. And well, I also think this has happened before, hasn't it? Yeah. But How many people have claimed to have discovered the 11 secret herbs and spices? No one's ever been this close to Harland before, I don't think. I think this yeah. is maybe the closest to the actual source of the Colonel himself yeah. that this is we've this ever is, gotten. I also think this is a bit of a Meghan Markle situation. How many family members are going to yeah. write books who met her twice? Like, well, I don't think this, what, this is what Colonel Sanders' nephew or something? It's his nephew, but... Nah, this, he, didn't, he didn't know. This he is the other know. thing. Here's the, here's the step up from here. The guy's name's Joe Led, uh, Leddington. Okay. That's the nephew of yep. Colonel Sanders. Once we get someone with the last name Sanders, Sanders. Yep. then I will start And I going. want them to have achieved the rank of colonel <laughs> in some army that I'm unaware of. Or at least sergeant. Yeah, sergeant, yeah. sergeant. Sergeant Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is who their kids' meals should absolutely be. The mascot of it's like uh, a, yeah. yeah. Sergeant Sanders. Sergeant, how did they, I mean, because he actually was a colonel, wasn't yep, he? I think so. Or how did they go, to be. How did they go past Sergeant Sanders. Anyway, all right, I here we go. I think Colonel Sanders was as colonel in the way that, like, Elvis's manager was yeah, a colonel. Yeah, I think they were colonels in a similar way. Just got around saying, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm Colonel uh, the, Sanders. The interesting thing for me here, Ned, yeah. is that this... Can you list the 11 secret herbs and spices? Are you going to blow the lid off this now? Or are we, are we worried about being sued? No, I'm fine, because whatever. I Are you fine to take on KFC I'm fine to as take a corporation? On KFC, right. yeah. Because all I'm Must doing is nice. reporting on Joel Leddington. If they don't give this any validity, then no one will ever know if it's real or not. What so, are they claiming they are? Okay, number one, salt. Makes sense. Then number two, thyme. Then basil, oregano. I think it says calorie salt. Black pepper, 
dried mustard, paprika, garlic salt, ground ginger, and white pepper. I reckon I could have guessed nearly all of these except for ground I, I, ginger. This is, this is it. I tell you what I had the other day yeah. and what I've become quite a big fan of, the Woolworths special burger sauce. It's yes. the Big Mac sauce. Yeah. And then yesterday I tried Cole's cheeseburger sauce, which is yeah. just McDonald's ketchup. Like yes. they've actually perfected McDonald's ketchup. Yeah. There's it's no not secrets. hard. It's yeah. not hard. I think yeah. scientists can sit down and dissect what's in food. Yeah. This isn't hard. I like also that the photo they've supplied for this, it looks like it was written in the biggest... Like, it looks like Sanders people are after this yeah. Joe yeah. Leddington character because it's written down on, like, a piece of paper. It's scribbled writing. It's like he's written down the national... Like, in national treasure where you've got to find something behind the Declaration of Independence or whatever. This is not this important, I can't I'm imagine. Not yeah, I'm, not I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed either. Tell you what would impress me. Yeah. Add a 12th. Make it... <laughs> Taste better at a twelfth herb and spice. At a twelfth and make it whiz fish sherbet yeah. and see what happens. See if that still tastes good. <laughs> Josh, over the weekend I was uh, I sat on a considerable amount of grass. Mm. Uh, I went to uh, the Sunset Cinemas. This is not where this happened, but then yeah. I also went on like several picnics over the weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was getting acquainted with a picnic blanket. Um, something happened to me that's not really happened since I was a kid and I'm not really talking, this is going to make me sound like very much an indoorsy child, which I, or a human being, which I feel like I'm not, but also probably am if this is not really happening to me that often. Um, those who have seen the secret garden, it was the little kid that wore the nighty and was was never allowed out in the garden. Maggie Smith used to yell at him whenever he tried to go outside. Exactly right. Now I live by myself, so no one's yelling at me. It's just inside my head now. Um, I have gotten bitten on the leg by... I'm guessing some sort of ant. Show me. It's on the back of my leg, so I don't know if I will be able to, but it's like, it's super annoying because it's like here as well. Your laptop's blocking exactly where. It's like there. It's like on the back of my knee. Okay, well, let's just say I'm a meter and a half away. It's not visible. So let's let's take that knowledge into the rest of what Ned's about to say. And it was way worse last night. It was like raised and red, but because I'm sleeping and obviously not scratching it at night, I think it's gone down. But I was bitten by... Yeah, I'm guessing it's not a jack jumper, but it's some sort of awful ant. Um, this has not happened to me since I was like, I don't know, 13. I get obviously getting, getting bit- bitten by something. Well, getting bitten by mosquitoes is a different thing because yeah. you're just like, oh, well, they're flying around and doing yeah, whatever. Well, I think as you get like, older, you stop you stop screwing around in dirt as much. Exactly, like unless yeah. you're a gardener or a landscaper yeah. or a construction worker, you know, just in general when you're a little kid, and I don't want to generalize here, but particularly a little boy, you're just out in the backyard exactly, yeah. screwing around. And exactly. nature gets angry at you sometimes because exactly. you destroy an anthill or you yeah. sit down on top of somebody's entire little burrow that they've spent a generation constructing. Yeah. You just plant your little six old tush there. Exactly. Destroy a world of, of insects yeah. and they bite you for it. Exactly right. And I've forgotten how bad it was. Uh, I was with someone else and they were like, have you got anti- antihistamines? And I was like, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Because the last time this happened to me I was just like, well, this is just what happens when you go outside. Yeah. I'll get over it. Mum knows what was... antihistamines are. Exactly so I, right. I never needed to worry about that. I didn't think there was an, an adult medicine for being bitten by like an ant and it just being itchy. I didn't realise that that's something you could take something for. A lot of Tonka truck play going yes. on over the weekend. Yeah. I said Essentially, the, the picnic thing was a ruse. Mm. I was essentially just playing in dirt all weekend. Yeah, and man, I just, yeah, yeah. Me and my dog were just having the time of our lives. You love to hear yeah. it, don't you? <laughs> yeah. It's funny, though, because at the end of the day, uh, getting bitten by stuff in Australia, stuff that's in the dirt, can sometimes be really problematic. So yeah. let's just keep an eye on that leg so we don't end up ending the week with you having to get rid of it. It happened on Saturday morning, and by Saturday night, I was like, this is really itchy. Mm. Have I got... Like, if I've been bitten by a wolf spider, that's sort of it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a problem. It is always a shame where you can't see the thing that's bitten you. The interesting thing here is I wasn't itchy before I started this listening to you yeah. talk about this, and now I've got an itchy arm. Yeah. I'm like, have I been bitten I'm by something? I'm itchy on the eye arm as well. This is now like a sympathetic <laughs> situation. <laughs>
Now, Ned, taking a little bit of a look, and I often do, at stories that are wacky from the animal kingdom. You and I have these come across our desk quite a lot. In fact, we've got an entire department here at Hip 104.7 that's dedicated to wacky animal stories. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, animals are often wacky. It's just great when we can write it down and send it on the internet. Now, my RSS feed went off its nut on Friday afternoon because a story came across uh, the wires that is just... Tremendous. There's no other way of being able to describe this. Okay. I'm just going to read you the headline verbatim. A gibbon who lived alone in her cage had a baby. Japanese zookeepers finally know how. I okay. Went, to that, I went click. You yeah. had my attention? Sure. Let me know what's going on. I want to understand how this has happened. Is yeah. it an immaculate conception? Is this like is this animal kingdom Jesus that we're now going to have? Momo. What, what's happening? Yeah. What has happened with Momo? So basically, as it turns out, Momo has been kept in a cage. Not a big fan of that, yeah. um, which is very sad. Uh, not all zoos are Australian zoos, and it's a little bit disappointing. But uh, basically what has happened is this 12-year-old white-handed gibbon has spent a lot of her life completely on her own, mm. um, obviously desperate to be a mum, and along comes Ito, a 34-year-old agile gibbon, it says here. Okay. Agile being the apt word because their cages are next to each other and there is quite a small hole in between the cages. Wow. What's his name? Ito. Ito. Ito, you dirty dog. He has literally managed. They have Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Where there's a willy, there's a way. And that's what's Very happened good. here. Ito has managed to get Momo... Up the duff yeah. through a tiny hole in between their two cages. Uh, yeah, look, this is just determination. I say let the whole family free now. Yep. I mean, I they say that before they live together. They should all get to live together. Clearly, these two have a undying want to be to with one another. Yep. So obviously, I feel like after this, just let them both free. I agree. At least let them in the same enclosure yeah. so they can give each other a cuddle and they can raise their new baby completely fine on their own. And it's just like lovely. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. I just the only thing here for me is is the amount of times I've used the phrase tiny hole for yeah. Ito. It's They're a little... He's, got a, no, he's, not, yeah. he's not happy about that. Yeah. You couldn't imagine he's stoked on that. Yeah, he's like, um, let's chill out with the, the wording of this. Yeah, it's, <laughs> not, it's quite clearly it how was little a fine, this yeah. hole between their two cages is. It was a yeah. perfectly normal-sized hole. It was a perfectly average-sized hole yeah. that he managed to... Yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah. that is... I would definitely want to clarify the adjectives being used. Um, I'm also a little worried. You said, well, I guess they're cages. They're not boxes, are they? No, it's just no, a cage. no, they're cages, yeah. I was going to say, I don't want some type of like love is blind reality TV show situation where Momo gets out and then is like, oh, oh it's you. You're not as well, handsome Momo's, as you looked in the cage. I've, I've seen the photos here. Momo's very much been able to see Ito this yeah, whole time. Okay, so, so this, this is, is fine. Yeah, this that's is got, more of a Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, for art they are Ito style. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, before they're yeah. And it's yeah. um, it's lovely. I mean, it's a lovely story and it has a lovely ending because there's a very healthy um baby gibbon monkey that's yeah. now involved. So it's very cute and it is very cute. Yeah, I just don't understand. Why we're not? Why aren't we presenting this as sort of a new Disney Pixar style movie? I mean, the well, the origins. <laughs> yeah, you do some you do some classy music and yeah. pan the camera away or something. The grown-ups get what's happening. The kids yeah. don't need to know. You can make some some funny entendres. This is unrequited love. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well, actually, no, it was very requited. Yeah, it was a baby given monkey. <laughs> now, Ned, over the weekend just gone. Uh, my girlfriend Carrie had work on pretty much all weekend, mm. and I had to look after her two boys under ten. It was fantastic fun. Fantastic 
fantastic fun. Look, doing all sorts of different things. Went to birthday parties. Uh, did, did went swimming. It was a whole, a whole yeah, weekend. Yeah, but yeah. one thing that did happen is I didn't do any visits to the pub, um, visits to uh, gaming lounges, anything like that. It kind was kind of hard to do if you've got children with you. It's very much a two kids under ten yeah, kind of weekend. Yeah. But the thing here is, I think I'm probably maybe one weekend like this away from earning parenting privileges to just take them along. Yeah. So if something's yeah, yeah. on, I can just bring them along and they can You're have like, their oh, iPads. They can have their iPads and I can have a couple of beers. And most that. gaming lounges, well, not gaming lounges, certainly not in Pokies. Yeah, let me be very yeah. clear about that. <laughs> but yeah. most pubs and stuff have like a little kids area. Yeah, now, I will say they're nowhere near as good as they used to be, but there's still something there. There's like some plastic to climb on or whatever. The reason I mention any of this is because yesterday uh, I was invited by a couple of friends to go to the pub for something I was e- I was unaware of until. Maybe midway through Saturday. Yeah, okay. Uh, and the only reason I became aware of it is because Logan Paul is here promoting his energy yeah. drink prime. I believe he's going to be in Sydney today. Uh, but he was in Perth. And I was like, why Perth? Mm. And then to discover the UFC was on in Perth yes. over the weekend. UFC 284. Um, and it was the thing I was invited to go watch at the pub yesterday. Um by our friend Haley here at work. Really? It's that mainstream that Haley invited me to go and watch the UFC at the pub. Likes a little bit of. Oh, I don't know. Her boyfriend Jay's here. I, I mean, I, I mean, everybody can yeah, like UFC, yeah. but it's just this fight. This happens to me so often, where there'll be a UFC fight that's so big, so mainstream that everybody seemingly knows about it, except for me. Yeah. I don't know what where I'm missing the boat on UFC. Yeah. Where I'm missing like the news. Is everyone getting the news from some channel? I'm just not checking or something, but I never know when something's happening in the UFC and Alexander Volkanovsky is apparently like the greatest of all time in the featherweight division. People calling him the goat on social media is Australian. He's from Wollongong. I gotta be honest. I never heard of the guy yeah. until midday on Saturday. But everybody knows who this guy is. I don't know who uh, Alex Volos, uh, was it Volkanovsky. 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 Sorry. Volkanovsky. He's got I, the coolest name in the world. I didn't know who the guy was, and everybody seems to know who he is. I'm missing the entire plethora of knowledge that everyone else seems to have about UFC. Yeah, but do you also think it's more like when horse racing comes to town or the tennis is People on, where everyone it. pretends mm. like they've been into it for years, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this guy grew up with him." Yeah, no, no, no. He's seen his journey. Oh, it's incredible. I would agree with you, except for the fact that so many people seem to be across it. Yes. Well, I, so which makes me it. believe there is there are people Maybe keeping is, across this, and I just am not one of them. Maybe this is the tennis. Maybe this is the new age tennis. It's like, and it's the same with boxing. It's anytime there's a huge boxing match, you have all of your friends come out of the woodwork and go like, exactly. should we go and watch the boxing or whatever? It's like, you don't, I know you don't care about boxing. Yep. It was easier to care about UFC and like uh, mixed martial arts and stuff when Conor McGregor was in it no, because he was... Too that's, loud. That's exa- very loud and This bodacious. is exactly the point. Conor McGregor, about 10 years ago, also came out of nowhere yes, for me. I was correct. like, how does everybody know who yeah. this guy is? And then I guess he just hung around and became yeah. more of a pop culture dude. Same than thing with Ronda Rousey. Yeah. She was everywhere all of a sudden. I'm like, who? Or how does every? Yeah. There is a massive pipeline of UFC information that yep. I am missing. Yep. There is a club that I'm not a part of. And ironically, it's Fight Club. Yeah. It's Fight Club. <laughs> I'm not allowed to be a part of it. <laughs> On Friday's show, we heard from Kylie from the Barton Flower Bar who has agreed. In fact, I think it was a money where your mouth is type situation to have you down there as her floral assistant tomorrow on their busiest day, Valentine's Day. Correct. I'll be down there helping out, um, doing what I can, trimming some stems, uh, pruning some leaves, 
preparing some flowers, essentially. Now, you, every time I've mentioned floristry or flowers or anything over the last couple of years on this show, have constantly suggested that you are essentially as good as a florist. Uh, well, well, I am a florist. I mean, in a previous life, I don't currently do it anymore, but I certainly was for a certain time. A time in my life was a florist. Yep. Okay. Well, look, the interesting thing here is we had to wait and see whether or not anybody out there would start to take as much offence to that as I was hoping people would. Mm. Kylie from the Barton Flower Bar did. She, she was came like, through with the goods. She was like, you know what? If you want to put your money where your mouth is, come on down. We'll we'll put you to work. That's what's going to be happening on tomorrow's show. But we did have to go down there on Friday and get you a little bit of a training day. Yeah, exactly right. I went down there, helped out as much as I could. Uh, we just filmed a little video. So I obviously wasn't getting my hands dirty. I didn't need to be, I don't know, band-aided up from any clips with the snippers or anything like that or any thorn thorns. mishaps. Uh, I just essentially prepared a few roses. Yeah. This training day literally encapsulated uh, a very fun 20 minutes worth of viewing for me. Um, it's been distilled down into some very fun viewing. You can check out on our socials right now. But have a little bit of an audio journey to Barton Flower Bar last Friday for Ned's training day. All right, we're here with Kylie from Barton Flower Bar. Now, Kylie, on a scale of 1 to 10, how hard is the training Ned's going to be doing today? I would say... Two. Two out of ten. Okay. It's not very difficult. Well, let's see how much of a meal he makes out of this. So I'll get you to rip them open. There we go. Easy. No, it's not. (laughs) I know how expensive roses are, and so I really don't want to be on the lurch for this. Here we go. Ah, And they have thorns in them still. Yes, they do. (laughs) They have thorns in them. They're roses. I'll make you like a Beauty and the Beast type rose. Beauty and the Beast. So, uh, So we would do, on Valentine's Day, probably... Oh, no. Well, that's actually really bad. I really didn't think that was going to snap off then. <laughs> that's $20. And the next step would be, so cut cut the stem. This stem? Yeah. So you want to hold it up higher. Yeah. And then don't put your fingers where you're going to cut. You absolutely should have started him off with plastic scissors. Oh, yeah. Doesn't have to be perfect. It's all about the gesture. That's not bad. It's not bad. The training, the training day in all of its glory. I will say it ended on her saying that's not bad. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, this happened, by the way, 12 years ago. I was 16 when I was uh, a florist. So, look, it has been a while, but I'm glad to know that I still sort of have it. You still got the skills a little bit. Clearly, I know my way around a pair of garden shears. <laughs> I can confirm. I was there. Mm. I watched it. He went mm. nowhere near garden shears mm. <laughs> while he was at... Mm. So, so you, know, you know your way around the stuff, but yeah. you know what's called. <laughs> That's... Yeah. I won't give away what also happened in the video. It's at the right at the very end, but you were down there. <laughs> yeah, and, I was. And all I'll say is... Not as easy as it looks, is it, mate? But I'm not the one that's claiming to be a florist. No, so, no, I mean, no. that's my get-out-of-jail-free card like there. some yeah. admission that it's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> Josh, there is a woman in San Diego who's decided to go to Facebook Marketplace for a car, which is um, something that I've also done. Um, I don't think I ever actually got to the stage of buying one on Facebook Marketplace, but I did just sort of get it off Gumtree. Yeah, so. you went to have a bit of a look to see, you know, what, what the Facebook Marketplace situation yeah. entailed and went, ugh, this still feels a little too new as technology, a little sketch. Exactly right. I was like, I want to see about the prices and if there's yeah. anything on there that, like, is blowing my mind, I'll go and have a look at it. But, yeah, Gumtree's been doing it a lot longer, so I feel a little bit more confident with them. Um, but she has decided she needs a car. Uh, her car got towed away or whatever, and she was like, right, all right, well, I need another car or whatever. Um, bought herself a 2022 Toyota Camry. So pretty good. Yeah. It's like a car from last not year. Bad. Not Not yeah. too bad. Paid $21,000 for it. 
Um, Jeez, got, that's a good price too. That's a very, very good not price. Bad. She's gotten it home, no dramas, uh, not really thought too much about it. And a month later, a tow truck has come again. It's come to take the car because it belongs to the Hertz rental car place. It was a rent. It was a high car. Someone rented a car and then sold it. <laughs> Which I'm I... Sorry, that's, that's exceptionally illegal, but it's, it's very also funny. kind of funny. Yeah, it's very, very funny. Now, yeah, she was like handing all the, the paperwork over and all the police were like, yeah, this is all false. Like, mm. it's not true. I always thought this when I was younger. Maybe not necessarily this, but... More like selling a house. I guess there's so... Before you realise like how much paperwork is involved in selling a car or selling a house or whatever, I used to think, I'm like, what if you just rented your house and then just sold it? That's happened before. There's news stories about it. You can give it a Google. People have done that exact thing. They've rented houses and then sold them. But who's also... Pretending to be the owners of the house. I guess who's buying houses and cars and stuff and is going, yeah, this paperwork seems fine. People. Yeah. I mean... I mean, unfortunately, idiots. Yeah. Like, this is... There are people are out there that will absolutely... I'm not victim blaming, but yeah. if you buy a house yeah. without doing it through someone yeah. and checking, getting, a, like, an actual... Uh, getting get paperwork, solicitors involved... What are you doing? What are you doing? You are running the risk of not buying your own house. But uh, I just... (laughs) You say idiots, but if you handed me a contract that looked real enough to buy a house, I'd be like, yeah, this looks fine. But what if I said to you it's 10 grand for this five-bedroom, three-bathroom? Like, where do I sign? This is a great deal (laughs) for a full house. Oh, my God. All right, then, scam artists, if you're listening. I'm ready to go. We do try to cultivate a huge (laughs) scam audience on this show. Uh, Ned's ready to go, apparently. I'm here ready to hand over 10 grand at the drop of a hat, apparently. (laughs) Ned. Yeah? Had to run some errands yesterday uh, for my girlfriend Carrie, essentially. At the end of the day, that's who the errands were for. We had to take the youngest to the shops to get him some stuff for school. Um, It was like basically shoes. He's getting some new shoes. Nice. So I'm being placed in charge of shoe shopping. Strap on? uh, Like... It's like the strapped ones is what yeah, I mean. Yeah, the Velcro, Velcro ones. ones. That's no, really no, no. what I mean. You can do the laces. So he's good at, you can do it the laces. He's yeah. fine. And um, and I'm interested here because I'm sort of thinking to myself, this is going to be boring to the nth degree, mm. and he's going to find it boring to the nth degree. Mm. I used to hate going shopping for school shoes. Did your mum make you used to run up and down the aisle yep. and then do really quick stops? Mm-hmm. And I, like, I, was like, and I thought in my head, I'm like, when we get to the shops, I'm not doing that. Yeah. He can he can do what he needs to do to decide whether the shoes are comfy. Yep. I'm not going to suggest a bunch of things for him to do. You know what I used to do, and this is maybe a, <laughs> something I look back quite fondly because I was like, good on me for thinking of doing this because I also hated doing it. Mum would make me run up and down the aisles. What I would do is I would run up an aisle and go down another one and stop, so yep. neither of them saw me, and they're like, w-. they're like, no, 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 you need to stop in front of us. And I was like, nah, 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 I'm good. I hate these shoes. I'm just going to run around the store and stop on the other side of the shop. I hate these shoes. I hate that you're making me get them. I'm going to make this as difficult as possible. I hate possible this whole expedition. Yeah. <laughs> this whole trip has <laughs> yeah. been a nuisance to yeah. me. Um, not even saying to him we'll get Maccas at the end was making the temper tantrum that was being chucked upon news of going to go shoe shopping better. He mm. didn't didn't care that Maccas was coming at the end of it. He just wanted to stay home, keep playing video games, did not want to go and get these shoes. Yeah. Chucking the ultimate tantrum. And I tried for the first time ever in my life leveling with him. Mm. Some some parental Jedi mind trickery. And he didn't know what to do. Did you expose him to the adult world? Because I feel like that's no. a pretty good way. Like, if you no. just go, like, here's the way the sentence. world works. It was a sentence. All right. It was a sentence. You, in your best six-year-old voice, basically say, I don't want to go get shoes. Okay. So I'm playing Fortnite, I'm guessing. Yep. Uh, I don't want to go and get shoes. Neither do I. Huh? Mm-hmm. 
That's exactly what happened. I just leveled with him. Uh, Neither do I. Yeah. What do you think this is for me? Yeah. <laughs> he oh, didn't yeah. know what to do with that yeah. information. He was like, well, then why are we... Yeah. And I was like, sometimes in life you have to do things you don't want to do. Yeah. And he was like... Oh. Yeah. It's like he, so as a six-year-old, as started to realise the only reason we were doing this yeah. was so he had shoes. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. No, it didn't. He didn't want to do it. And the temper tantrum stopped because, A, I don't think he knew what to do with that information. Yeah. But, B, I think maybe there's someone in my mind that I'd like to think in his six-year-old brain, he went, oh, yeah. oh, well, you're helping me. So well, I'll help, oh, we'll you. Both go I'll this help you now. Yeah. I don't think that's what happened. I think I just, I stumped him. I think I just absolutely stumped him with what to say next after the adult telling him to do something has just confessed, this pain in the ass for me as well. Yeah. I don't want to do this either. I've never really thought about it, but yeah, now I think about it. When I was a child, like six or seven or eight or whatever, I used to just think that like all the chores my parents had to do were things they wanted to do. Like when mum's like, come on, we're all going to the supermarket. I was like, ugh. So like next- my mum was like, you know what's what I really want to do? Take three kids under 10 to the supermarket. No one wants to run errands. groceries. Yeah. Next time <laughs> yeah. your kids are arguing with you on a Saturday about yeah. going to soccer or whatever, yeah. just tell them, I don't want to go either. Let's not but go you then. signed us up for this crap <laughs> and now we're going every single week. <laughs> Producer Michael's in the studio this morning. How are you, mate? Good boys. How are we? Yeah, doing good, very thank well, you. thank you. Um, now, look, uh, had a big weekend this weekend of doing not a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Now, we actually caught up during the weekend, which is a which is a little bit of a revelation in that uh, I think that maybe we have the same insight on this next topic. Yeah. I'm not sure whether you're going to come with me on this journey, but I think we might have the same same view on it. Okay. I think I discovered over the weekend that I am now more of a dinner party, sit down at a table, enjoy a little bit of a chat than a go out on a Saturday night and dance until 2am type. Oh, no. Oh, see, okay. You're not coming with me on this trip. <laughs> mm. okay, so let me set the scene. Uh, had Carrie's friends over, and now Carrie's uh, 11 years older than me. So her friends, the ones that are a little bit older than her, are like 10 years older than her. Mm. So there's like a 20-year age gap between me and some of Carrie's friends. Mm-hmm. And they all came around for pizza and wines on Saturday night. Um, and it was just delightful. Just delightful. It was a pleasant evening. I'm mm. not going to deny that. Yeah. I, I enjoyed myself. Michael and I were definitely the 20 years younger than many of the party guests, though. Noticeably, yeah. yeah, yeah. Noticeably, in your opinion? Wow. Yeah, okay. It's one of the rudest things you could have said. Yeah. I was noticeably younger than everyone well, in just, there. Let's just no, say, yeah. Hang Because that can only mean physically. Right. <laughs> what are, you, are you trying to say that? <laughs> Choose your words carefully. Was this in your apartment? Or no, was this is a Carrie's house. house. Yeah. yeah. And so it was pizza and wine night. Did you get into any wine? Did not get into any wine. No, no. At yeah. Canadian Club. I brought a wine. Very yeah. nice, well, I brought Michael. a Prosecco. Yeah. Michael brought a Kylie Minogue Prosecco. Kylie Minogue Prosecco, which was a very big hit with the Ladies at the table. I can yes. only imagine. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> everybody. It was actually. It was so funny because Michael. My, it took Michael a little bit to tell everybody that's the wine he yeah. had. Yeah. And then the second you did, there's probably only a glass left. Yes. And that's when all the ladies wanted to taste. Oh, yes. And yeah. I, I know Michael yeah. better than anyone at the party does. So I looked over and saw his face. I'm like, he doesn't yeah. want to give everyone a taste. <laughs> no, no, He's like, not. that's my last glass, <laughs> and now I have to share it with everyone. Yeah. We've not gone to a vineyard. I don't own multiple <laughs> bottles of the Cabernet Prosecco. So this is how it hit me that Saturday night. It was like, okay, I, I never really understood why adults do this. They just get a, get to a table, sit down and talk, and that's a fun night. Like, mm. I never got that when I was maybe 19, 20. Mm. And now, well, I totally understand it. That was a wonderful night on Saturday night. Very cruisy, very relaxed. It was. 
It was. You've still got one foot in both camps, don't you? I really do. You really it's, do. It's, it's, yeah, my, yeah. it's my 20s dragging me yeah. back. Yeah, going, Hang yeah. on, no, 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 not yet. Not yeah. yet, not yet. Not yet. You're not ready for this lifestyle yet. I'm not ready for a complete change. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it as a change of pace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not ready for that to be the only socializing the only you do. The only kind of socializing we do. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty fast and loose, uh, but. Like, you think about it this way. All right, so from your 20s to your 30s, that's you saying your party years. This is what I'm saying. It's pretty, like, hectic to party that hard for 10 years or whatever. But then think about how long you live after that. Yep. So from, like, 30 to, say, I don't know, let's say, like, 90. That's 60 years of just so dinner parties. Are you suggesting party until you're 60 and then enjoy the last 40 years of your life may I suggest, just going to dinner parties? May I suggest a decade-on, decade-off system? Okay. So maybe you party hard for your 20s, then come back to Respectable dinner 40s. parties for your 30s. Yeah. Have a second wind in your 40s. Mm. 50s are respectable. 60s, you're out of control. Jeez, 70s are respectable. going to be rough. 80s, you are back. <laughs> they, by then, hopefully, they'll have brought Stereosonic back and you are ready to go. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists Malaganis Edwards-Johnson Canberra's Hit 104.7